Okay, let's get into Parshas Chukas Balak. Chukas and Balak uh, in Chutz Laaretz. They are a double Parsha. It's only Parshas Balak in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, but either way, we uh, this week everybody gets back on track in terms of the uh, cycle of Klal Yisrael and finishing the Torah each and every year. Though in the olden days there was a minhag of finishing it, finishing it every couple of years, uh, but it's every uh, year. And Baruch Hashem. We get all of Klai Yisrael gets back into it. So we start off with a Sare Alafim, Rabbi Tversky from Chicago, who was always unbelievably creative and uh, thoughtful. So says the Sare Alafim, uh, as he always does, asks a number of questions before he comes up with his, his Yisod. Yadua in source number one. Yadua Shachuka Shalpara Aduma Hima Shemetar Tmeimu Metamei Right, the Chok, uh, the element of Paraduma, the chok of it, element of it, is how it works in opposite ways. How it is metayer those who are tame, and is metame those who are involved in it. But tzrichin ladas, eiza limud yecholam lano likach me'inyanzeh. What can we take from this? Bizman azeshin lano paraduma. We don't have a paraduma. What limud could we take to teach to learn from this this uh, this message? Number one question. Question number two. Isa b'gemara. The gemara tells us in Mesechah Shabbos Daf Peches, famous gemara. Amar Belazar b'shashik dimu Yisrael nasa l'nishma. When Bnei Yisrael said nasa v'nishma, Perach of Dalat Pasuk Zayin in Shmos twenty four seven. Yatzah Basko v'yamr lahen. Basko went out and said, "Who told these Jews nasa v'nishma? Migila b'nai raze shemalachayr shores b'shtam shimbo. Who revealed the secret? The Malachim say nasa v'nishma. Who revealed this to Klal Yisrael?" a point that's not usually focused on, the Gemara's mashma, that Nasev is something that the Malachim would say, something that is natural for the Malachim and not natural for humans. The Baskol kind of said it was uncomfortable in heaven that B'nai Yisrael were using this, this uh, language. Who revealed the secret? Who revealed the secret? But if you look in Parshas Veschanan, when it is repeated, we already at the beginning of the of the story. And Hashem was happy with that. Hashem is called the Hashem listened. So the Tzrichim Lahavin. Lama Roy Lona Yoser Hashmia Kodem La Why is it more appropriate for us to hear before we do? Nishma Venase, while for Malachim it's appropriate to have Nase Venishma. And we stole what the Malachim what the Malachim do, so to speak. Question two. So question one, the message of Mitair and Metame, the Paraduma. Question two. Nasev and Ishma, what is the message of the Malachim, what's appropriate for the Malachim and what's appropriate for us? Another question, that same Gemara. On Pechazma Bez, the Gemara talks about what happened at Maimad Arsinai. Every Dibur, every word that Akadosh Baruch Hu spoke at Arsinai, we died. B'nai Yisrael lost their life hearing Akadosh Baruch Hu's words. And if we died after the first Dibur, Dibur Shini Hekibus, what happened by the second Dibur? Horid Tal. Hashem brought the dew of Tchiasamesim right then and there. Vitzrichim Lahavin, and a question that we've asked in the past, the Ben Yehoyada deals with this question on that Gemara. Shaharei Bevadai, 
Hashem had to make us die, because naturally we would die, and then bring us back to life. Why didn't Hashem just prevent us from dying? Hashem could have given us the koach to withstand the divine experience. Why did we have to die and then come back to life? Question number three. Question number four, and this is already going to lead us to the answer uh, eventually. Question number four in the middle column now. Od Amru Chazal. Amr of Lehmi Rechama, Amr of Shur ben Lachish, Pesh Lachish says at the beginning of Mesechus Brachas, La'olam yargiz adam yetzer tov al yetzahara. A person should try to help his yetzer tov overcome his yetzahara. Nitzcho, and if he is successful, mutab, great. Great. Vimlav, but if not, you have to go to sp- uh, secret weapons. Yasok batorah, so he has to, he has to be osok batorah. That's going to help him overcome the yetzahara. Im nitzcho mutav, if that works, based on psukim mutav, imlav, yikra kriyishma. And if not, Kriyashma. Kriyashma, Kabbalah, Samachos, Shemayim, that's the next weapon that we have in our arsenal. So we have the Yetzir Tov, we have Torah, we have Kriyashma. Im Nitzcha Mutav, Lav, our last resort, Yask Yiska Lo Yomamisa. So remember the day of death, day of death. That's the Gemara. Hekshua Mepharshim, so he quotes the Mepharshim, Shalachora Nireh Sha'atzas Yiska Lo Yomamisa Bevadei Toel. It sounds like, remember the day of death, for sure it's going to work. That's the last thing. If you have no other choice, remember Yomamisa. Because it doesn't say afterwards, Nitzcho Mutav, V'imlav. It doesn't say, if that works, that's for sure going to work. That's for sure going to work, Yom HaMisa. Right? Unlike the first two, which you hope are going to work, but maybe not. V'im Kain. So therefore, Lama Tzrichananu Klanu Shteyitos HaRishonos. Shesafikim Yo'ilu, Kishiyeshlanu Azeitz HaShlishas HaBavayi The question that a number of commentaries ask, so why do we need the earlier steps? Just go to Yom HaMisa. Just go straight there. That's for sure going to work. Says the shor going to work, so go straight there. So again, let's review. Number one, what's the message of Mataris at the Meimu Matamayas at the Horim? Number two, what is the message? Why not Sabinishma seems to be more appropriate for Malachim and not for human beings? Number three, why do we need Tchias Hamesim at Maimon Arsinai? Number four, why don't we go straight to Yom Hamisa in the Gemara and Brachis on Dafhe? So finally, number five, last question, Od Kasha. This Gemara seems to be against the Gemara in Kiddushin, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Amar Lem L'Yisrael Banai, Barasi Yitzahara, Barasi L'Torah Tavlin. I gave you a Yitzahara, but Torah is the answer. Meaning option uh, three in the Gemara in Brachas on Davhei. The Gemara there says, Yitzah Tov, Torah, Kriyashma, and... And Yom HaMisa, so I'm sorry, option two, so it says there in Kiddush, only that one, Sounds like there's only one Eitzah. There are other Eitzah, so what is going on here? So he quotes, based on the Rebbe Miradomsk, the Teferes Shlomo. Based on the Teferes Shlomo. The Pasuk says, Zos HaTorah Adam Kiyamas Ba'ohel. And of course, Chazal Darshin, Brachas daf sama gimel she'ain devei Torah miskaimin ella b'mishemay misatzma aleha. The Torah only is mekuyam. Is someone literally kills themselves on it? Somebody pushes themselves. May misatzma. Shalachar akasha. So says the Radomsker. Says the Tefer Shlomo. I don't understand. It says v'chay bohem v'darshu alzeh v'losha yamas bohem. Chazal say v'chay bohem v'losha yamas bohem. So how do you put that together with Adam kiyamas ba'ohel? 
So it says that Tiferet Shlomo, the first Rebbe of, of Redumps, Shlomo Rabinovitz, he was Nifter in 1866. 1866, who started the, the Hasidus. So says the Tiferet Shlomo, based on what it says in Pirkei to Rebbe Eliezer. Shebiyom shenistalik rishlakash mi'olam Mesu gam kol chaverav harishonim hagazlonim shapirish mehem. The Pirkei de Belazer says that when Rishlakish uh, left Olam Azeh, the Gemara Messiah talks about that. All, remember, Ishlakish was a, used to be a bandit. So all of his friends also, also died. When they saw all the great covid that, uh, was given to Ishlakish in the Olam Elyon, and they don't get it. What do you mean? Ishlakish was one of us. Why is he getting such covid and we're not? Haluhu haya imanu. And the answer was be given to them. Because he did shuva, he dedicated his life. So give us a time, give us a time. Lasuk batora. Amru lahem ata shuv ein pnayot. Ein pnayot. It's too late. You have this world. What does it say in Avodah Zarah? Mishatorach be'erev Shabbos. Yochah b'Shabbos. Lefizeh, based on the Pirkei Derbelazer, says the Tzorah Shalomo, Tzorah Adam. what would those people would have given for one more day in Olam Hazeh? What would they have given? Tzorah Ka'adam Ladamos Tamid Kiluk Farmeis. You know what would motivate us in life? If we would think that Ki'ilu, we passed on, and then we were brought back and given one more day. V'yavakish is nafsho lahashiva al yom echad la'olam hazeh. If a person died already, and he begs, could I please have one more day? How much we would push ourselves in the one day back? How much would we try to use every moment? We wouldn't let things that are, that are, that are nothing get us angry. It's not worth it. And we would use every moment for avoda. And tikkun ashlemus and perfection. Kach tzarech says the Redomsker says it the first Shlomo. Kach tzarech laharus kol yom mechaya Yehudi. Every day of a Jew's life, kilu who also yom shenitan lo loshuv lo olam azeh, achar shekvarmes. We have to have that attitude as if we were given a present. We were given one more day to, so to speak, come back. That's the pshat of the Chazal. Ein divrei Torah miskaimen. Torah is only mekuyim ela b'misha meimas atzmo aleha. What does it mean? He thinks of himself as having died and come back. Klomer shator miskayim rak. B'misha nigash l'Torah u'lemitzvus b'ha'aracha kazos kilu kfarmeis. That's the. How he looks. And that's what he says now if you look on the, on the, on, the, on line four on the side. Vahainu kivna chazal, that's what chazal tell us in Pirkei Avos. Shuv yom echad, lifnei misascha. What does that mean? Halo achar misascha, tirzala shuv, oh mazel yom echad. After we die, we're gonna to wanna to come back for one day. So why wait? Why wait? Lama tachaka la shuv lo mazel yom echad, achar misascha, shuv yom echad, lifnei misascha. The motivational factor is that we, what would we, we would give to have one more day? To go back in time, so have it beforehand. And think of all your days as if it is a matana from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what Chazal say: Kol Yom Yom Yu Kachadashim. Every day should be like new. It should be like a new matana from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Venira says the. So now says the. Um, 
Sorry, Alafim says, maybe that's the pshat why Tchiyas HaMesim had to occur. We had to learn this message. Hashem gave them new life. You know how you teach Torah and mitzvahs? As if you came back to life for a day. As if we came back to life. What we would do, what we would accomplish in that, in that moment. And now he says, answering the other questions. What does the Gemara Kedushin say? Torah is the ultimate. But how do you motivate yourself to use every moment for Torah? Yaskar lo yom hamisa. If we're mazker yom hamisa, kedeshe esek Torah yifa line twenty-seven. Bokoach lenatza lenatzeach as a yitzer to have our esek b'Torah overcome and overpower. Sorach lios b'ha'aracha ha'ruuya. We have to have the proper evaluation and recognition. Shashayach rak achar is boninus b'yom hamisa. So if you have yom hamisa, then you'll recognize Torah. V'yalkenim esek b'Torah asak b'Torah v'lo nitzchu. If Torah didn't work, so then it's because I didn't recognize it. So, number one, say Kriyashma, which is Mesiris Nefesh for Misa. And if that doesn't work, then actual Misa, Yoma Misa. And after that, go back to learning Torah. And that's the Gemara in Meseches Kiddush. Oh, so now I have to get back to Nasev and Ishbran. We have to get back to Tomas Meis. V'nira lo mar tap left column. Sheshamanu v'yasinu hakosah b'parshas v'eschanan. Right, the Nasev and Ishbran, the Nishma v'nase. We said Nishma v'nase. Hashem was happy with that. Pirush v'shamanu. V'shamanu is nekayim es hashma Yisrael. Bekavan aruya b'mesiris nafshinu l'misa. And then v'yasinu. Nasev b'tor mitzvos. So shamanu shma. If we recognize Shema and give our lives for Shema, then Vyasinu will be able to do it. Hashem Yisbarach. And Hashem, that's, that's a good thing. To reach the level of Shema, Shema Yisrael. Afilu onotos nafshecha. And then we'll be able to have proper, um, kiyama mitzvahs. Avok sharmano nasev enishma. But in the other one, when we wanted to do it, without that inspiration. Shema shmusu shonasuk batoro mitzvahs beli hakdomas as bonus biyoma mitzah. The Basco says, who revealed the secret to my children? For the average Jew, every single day, we're going to need first to think about the, the mortality, so to speak, and the limited um, time that we have in this world. Malachim don't have a Yetzirah, so they don't need that build-up, that encouragement. But what works for us, maybe a one-time thing, that's a secret. And that's the level maybe we reach for a moment, but in our lives, we need, we need nishma, we need shema first, and then, and then nase. Okay, so now finally, the first question. So he says, Alderach Drush, right, thinking about Yom Hamisa, on the one hand, it could be metame esatahorim, people who are on, doing on the straight and the narrow, and people who are being osik babodes Hashem. It could, it could sadden us, it could, it could paralyze us. We could think about how we only have a limited amount of time. And it could be mitameyas. Mitameyas atahorim. But really it has to be mitaras atameyim. It has to take us when we think about that yom hamisa, the tumah, the tumah's mace, it could be, we could use that for tara. We could use that for getting, um, even higher and higher. And that's what he says, yirazon shenizke. We have to be marich every rega of this world, and through that well, we need to think about this because we'll reach the day of no death and only 
and only Chai. Okay, that gets us started, that gets us rolling, and now we get to the Parsha as well. So we know uh, we complain, as we've complained in uh, past Parshas as well, after the story of Paraduma, uh, and then we have Parachaf, all of a sudden we have Vayavobene Yisrael Kalaeda Midbartzin, Vayeshava Makadesh, Vatamas Shah Miriam. Miriam dies in Nisan. Um, as we know, we've mentioned in the past years, the Rev Salvecha Ka'ara, that we have just gone from year two to year 40. Last week's Parsha, Korach is year two, and all of a sudden we have Paraduma and Tumas Mace put here, placed here, and not in Sefer Vayikra, where you would think Ultima Vatara is, it's placed here. We've discussed that in the past. And then we have year 40 now, Miriam dies. There was no water. B'nai Yisrael again gathered against Moshe and Aaron. And they said, Oh, yeah, I wish we would have died already. Why did you bring us here? That we all and our animals, everybody's going to die. You brought us to this terrible place. Right? A number of the Shivas Haminim. No figs, no grapes, no pomegranates. There's no water. Okay. Says the um, Nitziv. Says the Nitziv in the Hammock Dover. Source number three. Hapela. Hapela. Hinezar boim shana. Right? We haven't heard a word since Parshas Korach, which is in year two. And now you're 40. Zar boim shana holchim bamidbar hagadol v'savlu belishum taromes. We haven't heard any complaining. The Torah would have listed if there was other major complaints and stories, we would know about it. So obviously there was no other complaint. They complained about originally, and they got man, and they got slav, and then they complained about, uh, some complained about the positioning, but now it's been quiet. It's been quiet. So they went 40 years, belishum taromes, without any complaining. Vehevinu, ki lo zehu itachlas neziyasam. They realized they didn't get to the promised land yet. What caused them now to complain? All of a sudden now, Miriam dies, no water, but what is it? There's something deeper here. Says the Nitziv, Fascinating idea that the Nitziv has, uh, and he says it also, I gave it to you in source number four, in the Psicha, to Sefer by Midbar. He says it here, and he says it in the Psicha. This last year, B'nai Yisrael are about to go from a miraculous existence to a natural existence in Eretz Yisrael. They're about to go that, right? Now there's going to be a transition period. They're about to go into Eretz Yisrael where they'll be under Teva and they'll have to work the land. We spoke about that in Parsha Shlach in years past. Hashem made a transition period. It wasn't miraculous, 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 miraculous until Yud Nisan, they crossed the Yardin, Teva. Boom. No, no, no. It was, it was a transition. Like day and night. Right, Hashem doesn't make it like noon and daytime and boom, the lights go out. Hashem could have created the world like that. 
Hashem created the world as it's daytime, and then at one second of the day, boom, it's pitch black. Hashem didn't do that. Hashem knows that as human beings, we need transitions from day to night, from night to day. Right? When somebody turns the light on, when he just woke up, it hurts your eyes. Hashem could have done that in the morning. Hashem doesn't do that. Hashem makes dawn, and slowly the sunrise, unbelievable. Chazde Hashem, every single day of our life, when we see the sun go up, the sun go down, as it starts getting brighter and darker, we have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Hamak Davar, that's what happened in the Midbar. In the Midbar, Hashem made a transitionary time period where the miracles started slowing down. And natural realm became a little bit more what we need to get used to. Like a child, like a child, a, mid, uh, a, uh, a wet nurse that's nursing a child and, and trying to wean the child from milk. Little by little, you try to give him food. You try to condition him to have some food. Not just go from nursing and boom, not... Slowly, slowly, you add a little bit. You nurse a little less. You give the baby a little more food. Right? Little by little until finally there's no more nursing. And it's just food. Next column. It's hard to flip. It's hard to flip different state, types of life overnight in one moment. Hashem was weaning us from the miraculous and bringing us into the natural world. Take a little bit away, a little less water. It wasn't overnight. A couple of years ago, maybe last year, two years ago, we had a thought from Rabbi Friend that transitions are always dangerous, right? As we were transitioning, that's what we sinned, right? When we transitioned away from Harsinai, many times in history, in, in biblical history, it was the transitionary moments which caused us problems. But that's what the Hamak Dover says here. There was a transition time. Now he says on line seven, when there was no more water, B'nai Yisrael started realizing this and they didn't like it. We don't want a transition. We like the miraculous. They realized this wasn't a punishment. To accustom them to natural life. We have to be human. We won't, we won't, uh, have thirst and we'll get. And they understood that and that's why they complained. And says the Hemic Dover, that's exactly the stitachlis of this Sefer. Sefer ben Midbar is the transition. Look what he writes now in the Hakdama. The Iker Zeh Sefer on the fourth line. Hamachlif Right, the order. It's above nature. It was all hidden. It was teva. This is his new new idea. 
It, there was a transitionary period, year 40. And like I wrote in Parshas Lukas, which is what we just read. Right, we started fighting wars. Started fighting wars. It wasn't like Kriyas Yamsov. We had to fight battles. Okay, it was a miraculous battle, and we won in a miraculous way. There was a transitionary period. One might say that even after they went into Eretz Yisrael, there was a still a transitionary period. The walls of Yericho coming down, Rabbamiatim. So it was still transitionary before we went in and after we went in. Vigam Hamate Lohaya Od Biad Moshe Tamid and that's what um, he says. Then he says towards the bottom. Um, that's what Gemara says. Vahib ben Soa Ha'aron, who's safer b'fnei atzmo, l'olamdina shel ka'asher, b'asher ki ascholas ha'shinu i'haya, min vahiyam ki mis'onim. Maybe that's the what's part of the changes. Before that and after that. Okay, this is the Nitziv about the transitionary period. Okay. So let's talk about Meimariva. Meimariva, right, so this is the third. We'll have three ideas in Chukas and four ideas in Balak. We have to have uh, equal time. So Meimariva, the end of Chukas, as we know, in the middle of Chukas, Moshe hits the rock, and all the Mepharshim, starting already with the Rashi and the Ramban, discuss what exactly was the chait of Moshe Rabbeinu. What exactly was the chait? So this year we'll see it through the eyes of Rav Schwab, the Mayan Beis HaShoeva. Says Rav Schwab a number of questions. V'tzarech biur, questions that the Rishonim already ask. V'omitztave Moshe Lakacha says Hamateh. Why does Shem tell him to take the mate? Right? Take the mate. What do you have to take the mate for? Right? He was just told to, you know, if he wasn't told to, right? If he wasn't supposed to hit the rock with the mate, why was he meant to take the mate? That's pretty uh, misleading. Why take the mate if he wasn't supposed to do anything with it? Number one. Question one. Question two. The gamashin is yachid pasik bifne atzmo. Lomar. Vayikach Moshe samate mi lefne Hashem kasher tzivahu. Pasik test is a whole pasik. Moshe is told, take the mate, gather the people, talk to the rock, and water will come out. The next pasik, Moshe takes the rock like Hashem told him. Next. And then the next pasik, he gathers the people. What, what's the emphasis of taking the rock? Sounds like the mate plays a role here. Or it was meant to play a role. So what exactly was it meant to do? And what does it mean that the mate was lefnei Hashem? He took it mi lefnei Hashem kasher tziva. So why was he meant to take the, the stick? Why is there a whole pasik? Uh, relating to it. What's the emphasis? More questions. Other questions that many ask, says Rav Schwab. According to the opinions, the Rambam, others, that the, his punishment was because, his sin was because he degraded and insulted and screamed at Am Yisrael and got angry at them. Kasha. He earlier had called them Mamrim, rebels. So why here is it different? Why here is it worse? Okay, public, private, others speak about that too. Od Makshim also. Parsha. Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron, Yan lo ha'em mantem bi, lehakadisheni le'nei b'nei Yisrael. Because you didn't 
um, believe me to sanctify me. Sounds like there was some type of chisern in emuna. Lo mantembi. Where do you see a lack of emuna? There was also a nase by hitting the rock. That also required emuna. And what did Aaron do wrong? Moshe hit the rock. Moshe was the one, was the one that was active here. So where's the lack of emuna? What's the difference in the morim? What's the story with the stick? What is going on here? Says Rav Shwab. You have to read Korach and Chukas together. What the mate played a role in Korach. Shemata Aaron Parach Shkedim, as we remember. And what did Hashem do after, what did Hashem tell them to do with the mate? After it grew, Shkedim on it, almonds. Put this as a sign. And when they see the mate, that will calm the complaints. What does it mean? It means that Moshe did what Hashem told him to do, to use the mate to calm the people. He did it. He used the mate properly. What's the emphasis? He did it. The Torah is alluding to us that here he used the mate properly. And he didn't. Let me explain, says Rishwab. Hashem already promised Moshe in last week's parsha. It's a promise. What does Hashem say? The Chiddush of Rishwab is that it wasn't a one-time promise. It was a promise that this could always be the tool of calming. This could be an os lebnei meri usachal tulunosam me aloi klomar kisheiru bnei meri es hamate. When people see the mate, when they see the mate, as yiklu es tulunosam, and that's what Moshe did in last week's parsha, but did not do in this week's parsha. So let's now he says, let's go to the Psukim. Sheshilu bnei Yisrael line six. Sheshilu bnei Yisrael tulunosam alamayim. When they started complaining on the water, Hashem says, get the mate. Hamate, get the mate milifne Hashem that you put in front of Hashem from from where you put. Remember the last week's mate. Hashem says to Moshe, Pirish mate Aaron Amunah because Hashem. Yes, it's true. There's been 38 years since it was last used. But remember what it was used for. This will calm the rebels. If you take the mate, Hashem already promised him earlier. Usachal tlunosam. The complaints will stop. And then, talk to the rock and Meimav. So Moshe takes the Batem, because that's where the Mata of Aaron was. It was Lefnei Hashem. It was next to the Aaron. And he took it as he was commanded. The Klicha was exactly what it was supposed to be. Hashem didn't tell him to hit. The stick, the Mata. Hashem already promised him the mate, just having the showing the mate, lifting up the mate for them, saying, "Rabosai, look at this mate." That should calm them, and that's why Moshe here was punished for saying Shimuna Hamorim, not because it is gnai. Ela mishum shaacher shalaka chasmat after he takes the mate, lo hayelolach shov shadaim heim bechinas bnei meri. He should have believed that Kadosh Baruch Hu. 
that this mate will solve all the problems. Usachal tlunasame alai. What are you calling them morim for? Hashem gave you the tool to make them not morim. To make them not marry and no tlunasam. And that's the masa's message, Hashem ma'al tembi. Hashem ma'al tembi. What's mi'ila? Right, the pasuk in Azinu. Because you took the mate, which was hectish. It was next to the aron. Hamata ha'isha beis kodesh ha'kadoshim. Nasegimu klisharis miyuchad. Hashem tells you how to use it. Use it to calm those, so then you can take it. But you can't use it for something else. And that's why Aaron also, finally, Aaron also is ashamed in this. Maybe he should have gotten involved. Moshe, we know how to use the stick, right? Moshe, so the the uh, uh, how it was used and how it should have been used uh, should have been uh, clear to Moshe and to Aaron, and because of that he was punished. So this is one idea relating to the sin. Again, it's always tricky because we're talking about Moshe and Aaron, so we have to learn from the chait and recognize that it was the reason, one of the reasons why they didn't go into Eretz Yisrael, though, to also recognize that we're talking about Moshe and Aaron, so it's always very tricky, but we just, we don't come up with our own mefarshim. We spoke, speak about the Rishonim, the Achronim, the great Gedolim of of our time, both the Rishonim, the Ramban, the Rambam, the Chulu, the Abarbanel, all of their pshatim, plus the mefarshim, as Rav Schwab is based on, earlier sources. Okay, now let's get into Parshas Balak. Parshas Balak, and we start off with the Ramban. The Ramban, that tells us, right, what happens, the Atone stops. The Atone stops and does not want to go. Doesn't want to go, it's not moving, and is making Bilam, um, you know, very upset. Very upset, what is going on here? Bilam gets gets upset. Vatera aton at Malach Hashem perach of base pasuk of Gimel. Vatnitzav vaderech. The aton sees the Malach Hashem. Vacharbo shlufa biyado. Vateta asom in aderech. The goes to the side. Vatelak basada. Vayach bilam es asom. Vatosa aderech. Bilam hits the donkey. Why are you moving? Why are you moving? Says the Ramban. Says the Ramban. What exactly Ramban is trying, as he always does, trying to give pshat. Pshat. What the animal saw. A Malach Hashem, right? Uncle is awesome. Often, when Uncle is, it talks about uh, anthropomorphism. He changes it. Hashem comes down. It doesn't say he changes it. it doesn't say Hashem can't. Hashem doesn't come down. But here, Uncle is says the Chazis Asana, the the donkey saw Yos Malach Hashem. He doesn't have a problem with that. He says it's a nice. But says the Ramban, Vatera Asana Malach Hashem, Malachi Hashem Haschalim Hanivdalim, Lo Yiru Lachushu Enayim. Even a person won't see a Malach Hashem. Malachim are invisible. Malachim are not physical. What does it mean the Malach saw, the donkey saw a Malach Hashem? A person can't see a Malach. Even a person can't see a Malach, let alone an animal. Ki enam guf nitvas bimare. It's not visible. Vikashe yiru linevim o laanshe haruach hakodesh kedaniel. And when they're viewed by prophets, yasigu osam bimaros hanefesh hamaskeles. There'll be some type of connection to our seichel. Kasher tagia lamalas hanevua o lamadrega shetachteha. If we reach a level of nevua or a level under it, avol sheyusku leene habehema iefshar. But an animal, an amela bilam, bilam. Okay, Hashem gave him a matana of nevua. But but an animal, 
Al kein tuchal lafarish vatera haason. So says Ramban, you know what vatera haason must mean? It wasn't a seeing anything. It was a feeling. It was an instinctual feeling. Ki hergisha bedavar mafchid ota mila avar. Animals also sometimes have a sense, a sense of something that's going to happen, maybe a sense of danger, a sense of running away from a from a predator. So there was something that was mafchid. V'hu amalach hashayatza l'satan. That's the malach that was sent l'satan. Ki'inyin v'libi ra'a harbe chachma v'adas. Sheyomar al ha-hasaga lo al ha-reus. It was about the hasaga, the the uh, recognition of the feeling, not on the vision. Kasher ira bahanes v'samla v'samla habori adibur amr labila maskin eskani l'azot v'chalko. And then the nace that Hashem gave power of speech to the donkey. Avalo yada lo maasta atakein ki laonsa naasa bakach. Ulafichach laamer lahinei malach Hashem omeid linegdi vecharbosh lufa biyado. Right, the donkey didn't say, I saw malach Hashem, what do you want from me? What does it say? The malach turned, and what does the, the, the ason say to Bilam? Beautiful diak, right? Vayichar, vayiftach hajash pi ason. Why are you hitting me three times? Why are you hitting me? And Bilam answers, right? An amazing passage. He doesn't just faint on the spot. He answers. And the Asson says, What do you mean? I've been with you forever. And then Hashem opened up the eyes of Bilam, and Bilam saw the Malach Hashem. It does not say that the animal saw the Malach. The animal told Bilam that there's a Malach Hashem. Because maybe the animal didn't see anything, says the Ramban. It was just a feeling of fear. Feeling of fear. Like if an animal senses that somebody's coming to shecht it, it'll start going crazy and trying to get away. That was the, uh, that's what it was. And it was a Malach Hashem to teach Bilam. Hashem gave him the power of speech. And if you want to say, what, it, maybe it was like a malach, like Avraham saw malachim. Right? Maybe it was that. They, they, they put on a physical levush. If you want to say that, oh, an animal saw, just like Avraham saw, the physical. But then Bilam should have seen it. If it was put on a physical levush, so why didn't the Bilam see it and only the animal saw it? So, that's the Rampan. Avayi tachin, one more line. Shehosif bahasaga seineha mi shehosif bahadibor. But then the Rampan says, you know what? Maybe Hashem made the animal talk. So maybe Hashem made the animal see. Something that was impossible to. Virasa ka'adam v'lo hizkir ba'akasuf. And it doesn't say vayogal Hashem meineha aton kashirisko ba'adoneha. It doesn't say that Hashem opened up the eyes of the animal like it says by Bilam. Hashem opened up the eyes of Bilam. Right, by Yiftach Hashem is Piha Aton. Hashem opened up the eyes and the Yigal Hashem is any Bilam. Why doesn't it say by Yigal Hashem is any the animal? Okay, says the Ramban. Maybe it didn't. Ki ha'inyan kulo ba'aton es gadol. The whole Aton was an ace. Kibriya chadasha b'nivraim b'en hashmashos. Like a new Bria, as the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos. Ve'eno nikro gilu enayim bovad. It's not opening up the mouth means gave it a whole new Bria. But I'll remind you, says the Ramban, when the Chazal talk about the nace of the atone, the, 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 doesn't, the Chazal don't say the nace of the atone seeing the malach. Right? The focus is the atone's mouth opening. So therefore the Ramban gets two shatim. Either it was just a hargashas hapachad, and then, um, 
opening up the mouth, or even seeing the malach was part of the nace, right? That's part of the nace. I just didn't mention it um, two days of the Ramban. But then the Ramban says, Vitama nace hazeh, what was the purpose of, purpose of doing this nace? Laharos labilam, to show bilam, bilam, you're going to curse the Jews. Who gives power of speech? Mi sampela adamo, mi asumi lame. Lahodio ki Hashem poseach pihanel, amim Hashem is the one that's in charge of giving power of speech to the mute. Hashem can cause those who don't speak to speak. Hashem surely can make those who can speak not speak. Gam Yasim, so it's easier to close up a mouth of a speaker than to open up the mouth of a non-speaker, says the Ramban. Great line. Gam Yasim Bifiam Dibram Ladaber or he could even switch, he could modify, he could make Somebody speak, a speaker speak, whatever he wants. Ula hiro he, Hashem. Ula hazir sholayelech achar nachash, v'kesem ikalem osam donka. So that is the Ramban. Again, every Ramban on, on Allah Torah is uh, Yisodos Dik. And that gets us into Parshas, Parshas Balak. We continue now with the words of the Vilna Gon. Interesting, the Grah points out, why'd Balak try three times? Balak slash Bilam. Three separate times, we have three separate um, sets of brachos, which were, were the kavana was to be klalos, three separate times. Right? Balaam says to Balak, come to me with Kiryat Chutzot, and uh, let's try to curse them. Right? That didn't work, so they try again, and that didn't work, and they try again. Why three times? Says the Grah. Source number seven. And also, first another question. Chav Gimel, Chav Gimel. Kilo Nachash be Yaakov, Velo Kesem be Yisrael, Right, we don't focus on this. So many different names in this in this pasuk. First, Yaakov, then Yisrael, then Yaakov Yisrael. Right, three different times. Says the Gra, this pasuk is the secret to why Bilam tried three times. And here he's throwing up his hands and saying, "I tried. What could I do? It didn't work." Didn't work. Why? Here we go. If you daven for someone, you should daven with the person's name. We mentioned a person's name when we daven for Rafua, when we daven for Yeshua. Hopefully this has never been done, but if we would ever daven and pray that somebody gets hurt or damaged, through powers of beyond us, Polasos, Rali Israel. Bilam wanted to curse the Jews. I did Nichoshekishov. Sorakamkin Lahaskeshmo. You have to mention the names. What's the problem? How could Bilam mention names of millions and millions of Jews? Vihine Bilam Kisharatza Lasos Rala Klayikulo. Ulanachesh Lakal Yisrael. Bilam wanted to cause problems to all the Jews. Minanim Nehoilahaskir Shemos Apratim. He couldn't mention all the names. Rufin Shimon Levi Yehuda. Because it's impossible. Two million people. So what do he do? I'm going to go back a couple generations. Because a couple back generations back, that'll encompass all of them. He went back. So if I get the, if I curse the Av, then all the descendants of the Av will be included in that curse. That's where the nation came from. And through their name... All the Uma. The Tafas Peshem Yaakov. Tua Bechir Sheba Avos. Umimenu Yatsu Shifteka. 
And that's why first he says, Lacha Arali Yaakov. Ubanashev Mizbachos Basakola Achanos. All the Achanos at Jerusha's Lazayinyan. And then he did it, and it didn't work. He tried Yaakov. I build a factory. I build all the kalim. I open the factory. So I look in my factory. Why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? So Bilam says, why isn't my curse factory working? What's the chisaron? And he says, oh, it must be I used the wrong name. That name didn't work. The Yomar line 22. He's like, oh, the name was changed to Yisrael. I should choose Yisrael. So Ma'asa, he built another seven Mizbachos. And V'asa Mechadash, Kol Achanas Hadrushos. He again did all the Achanas, V'yasa Kesem Shalom, Al Shem Yisrael, and he tried again with Yisrael, and again it didn't work. Al-Gam B'Pam Azos L'Pal What am I supposed to do? Right, and now, Lo Hibit Oven B'Yaakov, V'lo Ra Amal B'Yisrael. Right, what is that alluding to? Lo Pa'alti Lo Al Shem Yaakov, Mishim Tolo Abin V'Yaakov, Lo Al Shem Yisrael. So what do I, what, what do I have left? What do I have left? So he says, you know what? Maybe both. Maybe the problem is As we know, what does the Gemara say? Bilam was a smart cookie, right? They're both we're both names now. It's not like Avraham or Sarah. We have both names. That's why both. A third time built seven mizbeachs and do all the achanis. But then Bilam says to himself, you know, they have another name. They have another name. El. Right? Hashem calls us El. Right? We call it Kadesh Baruch Kel. But Hashem calls us. What is the Vayikra lo El Elokei Yisrael. The God of Israel called us El. Omnam al Shem El lo yuchalasas meuma. Bilam recognizes that he can't do anything with that name. Achreitu Shem shlak Kadosh Baruch Hu. That's also the name of the Kadosh Baruch Hu. So now we have the pasuk that we started off with. Kilo nachash be Yaakov. The nachash did not work in Yaakov. And the next phrase in the pasuk v'lo kesem be Yisrael. And it didn't work. I'm going to try Yaakov and Yisrael, but if that doesn't work, right? I can't, I can't do El because that's also the shame of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That is a gra that gives us a whole insight into the whole, into the whole parsha. Wow. Okay. Moving right along, Parachav Beis, Pasachav Dal, let's go back to talk about the Malach. So the Malach stands, Ve'yamo Malach Hashem, B'mish'ol HaKramim, Gader Mizeh V'gader Mizeh. And Bilam's donkey, there was a fence on each side, Gader Mizeh V'gader Mizeh, and the, 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 the donkey got stuck. The Medrash says, Gader Mizeh V'gader Mizeh is an allusion to 
Whenever it says zeh zeh, remember there's a pasuk in the Megillah like that too. But Hashem's giving a message to Bilam, right? We have the luchos. Right? We have the luchos. So don't try to don't try to mess up Klal Yisrael. Don't try to mess up Klal Yisrael. What's the what's the message here? What is what is the Kaddish Baruch trying to tell Bilam with the luchos and Bilam? So the Rabbi Rabbi Friant here quotes from the Tolna Rebbe a deep message relating to the luchos. Turning over, the Torah says, as we know, Medrash in the Parsha, V'lokam Navi od Yisrael Kamosha, Pazik says at the end of the Torah, there was never another Navi in Yisrael like Moshe. And the Medrash says that there was never a Navi like Moshe in Yisrael. But outside of Yisrael, Umos Olam, there was. There could be a Moshe caliber Navi, and there was. And Hashem gave the Umos Ha'olam a Navi on the level of Moshe, Bilam, so they don't have any complaints. Oh, if we would have had a Navi like Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, we would have, we would have, um, you know, done better. No. The Midrash's implication that Bilam was akin to Moshe is shocking. This is unbelievable, Rabbi Fran says. Bilam was an awful human being in every way. Right? He is the prototype of bad Midos. Arrogant, lustful, jealous, money-grubbing. Name a bad trade and he had it. The Gemara says, Rashi quotes, he lived with a donkey. Could a person on that level be like Moshe Rabbeinu? Be like Moshe Rabbeinu? So Rafran says, I'll give you a mashal. Two people become fabulously wealthy with each having a net worth $250 million. But they handle their wealth extremely differently due to the means by which they got it. One person opens a small business, working very hard, hours, to get it off the ground. Eventually, with a lot of mazel and elbow grease, he built his business into an international corporation. Mergers, buyouts... This person earns his money the hard way. He respects the money and is unlikely to squander it. Another person lived in a trailer and worked at minimum wage. On the way home from work one day, he happened to buy a Powerball lottery ticket, and lo and behold, $250 million. There have been many documented cases, right, friend writes, in which people who suddenly came into riches did not know how to handle it. Abused, misused, terrible. That's Moshe and Billah. Moshe and Bilam. Moshe earned his level of Nevuah. Masul Sharm writes, 13 levels until you get to Nevuah. Moshe worked and worked and worked. Bilam won the lottery. He received his prophecy as a gift so the nations wouldn't have a valid defense claim against Hashem. He did nothing to earn his prophecy. That's the difference between Bilam and Moshe. The Talna Rebbe says, Mizeo mizem suvim. The luchos work suvim. They were engraved. They were engraved. Hashem is telling Bilam, you'll never be able to exercise power over the Jewish people. You think you're great. Your nevuah, your nevuah is not real. It's not real. Because Moshe Rabbeinu, who worked hard for it, it's permanent. It's on the luchos. The Jewish people's prophecy, on the other end, is as etched in stone as the luchos. It's real. It's permanent because they earned that level. Bilam, you didn't earn anything. You're not like the Luchos. But that's the message of the Luchos, Mizeo Mizeh, connecting it to the Gader Mizeo Mizeh. Okay, one final thought for this week's year, based on a Svarno. Look at the last source. All right, the Svarno, Vayiftach Hashem is Piyaton, Hashem opened out the mouth of the Yason. The Svarno says, Nasan Bakoach Ledaber. Hashem gave the Ason the koach to speak. Ke'inyan Hashem svasai tiftach. Ki me'ashem ma'anel ashon gam lebilti muchan. Hashem could give the power of speech even for those 
who are not ro'ui, like a donkey, not ro'ui to talk. Right? Hashem sfasai tiftach. Hashem opened my mouth. So he quotes here in the Sefer Lositzcha Elyon, he quotes a thought from Rav Yerucham Levavitz. Yerucham Levavitz. says, Dovan HaMelech, Shalachorah, Bakoshas Dovan, Hashem sfasai tiftach, Shonelachalutin. Shekane, I don't understand. Hashem sfasai tiftach, if Dovan HaMelech asks Hashem sfasai tiftach, Right, what's that saying? That's saying, Hashem, I'm a human being. I could, I talk. I could open my mouth. But you know what? Help me out to talk a little better. Help me out to talk a little better. Isn't that what Hashem is supposed to say? Tiftach, Tehill, and Perak, Nanala, Puzzle, Yuzayin? David Melech, is that what David is asking? He's asking for Siyat the Shemaya to talk properly. I could talk, but maybe talk better. What does that have to do with the donkey? What is the Sparno talking about? The donkey can't talk. The donkey doesn't have power of speech. It was a new Bria. It was a new Bria. So what, what has Hashem supposed to tiftach shayach to the donkey and to me when I want to daven? So it says Rav Yerucham Lovavitz. You know what you must, you must learn from this svarno. She'achein yishkoach aliyah betfila bedarga kazu. The level that we could reach through davening every time we daven, Hashem supposed to tiftach as if we're new, like the donkey to a talking donkey. She bebchinas bria chadasha. She misha omed umispalal baofan anachon. Gam im eno roui ubilti muchan umakabal kochos. Even if I don't deserve it, if I'm not, if I'm not in the parsha of 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 talking to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, like I'm, a, I'm like a donkey. Hashem Hashem can give me the power of speech. Hashem can listen to my tefilos. Hashem can put words in my mouth. We're like a new bria, just like Hashem created a new, a new bria with the ason. Every time we daven, we could become new brios through the davening. Through the davening, similar, one might say, to the Sefer Ikarim, which we might have mentioned uh, numerous times. Right? The Sefer Ikarim says, he has the kasha that he says, many uh, have been thrown off, uh, drawn off the derrick because they haven't gotten a good answer to this question. He asked the Sefer Ikarim, Yosef Albo, how does Tila work? How does Tila work? If I'm supposed to get it anyway, so why do I have to daven for it? If, if I'm not supposed to get it, how does Tefillah work? What, it changes Hashem's mind? And the Savior of Karma says, no chas v'shalom. Tefillah doesn't change Hashem. Tefillah changes us. Through the davening, we become different people. Before davening, before davening, I'm Rosner 1. After davening, if I daven properly and I uh, imbibe and recognize all the truths that I'm talking about, so then I become Rosner 2. After davening, and Rosner, there's a different package in Shemayim for Rosner 2 than for Rosner 1. So that's, that's, we become different, says Zavik Ram, through Tefillah. That's what the Rabbi Yerucham is saying is based on the Sfarno. Hashem Svasai Tiftach. Just like the donkey became new, so too when we daven, Hashem Svasai Tiftach, we have to have that Kavana when we daven. So much here. These parshas are jam-packed. So, Baruch Hashem, Chukas Balak, as I said, we all get back together. Uh, all of Klai Yisrael laning this week, Parshas Balak, and then we pick up next week, Baruch Hashem, as we continue our march through Sefer by Midbar.